0: here we go peeps welcome to tuesday afternoon here on sen and the sen network we are excited about that i don't know why i say that i say it every time but we do get excited in the afternoons uh g'day afternoons thanks for tuning in however you were listening across this um, very wide brown land to this very uh, broad house of worship uh, we're brought to you all thanks to sbsfence.com.au to the portable toilet and temporary fence hire in sydney go to sbsfence.com.au as always massive program coming up so we've got Jaleesa Apps from Channel 7 she'll be along for a chat we're gonna have a chat with Tony Mestrop CEO of the Manly Seagulls I'm making a presumption that you've all seen it and that is the the new promotion or the new logo and the promotion that goes along with it they've done a really good job they've they've really done a great job they've got a very talented member of their team over there at the Manly Seagulls. So I'm gonna to ask Tony about that. He's done a number of different things. He's put together the video. So let us know what you think of the video, 0457 736 736. Got a chance to give the Signet Boost Power Bank today. So um, that will be up for grabs. $100 cash, of course, that's always up for grabs. So it is available uh, at uh, uh, 1300 01 1170 uh, Also on the program today, Former NRL star Steve Ranoff following on from yesterday. Incredible response around the anthems and the lack of singing. And I know Steve was having his say. So we thought we'd get him onto the program. We'll have afternoons amplified and a score update from Coach K because we've got good news in the cricket. Otherwise, we were going to avoid it completely. But we do have good news in the cricket. And then we'll also have a chat with Bharat Sundarason because he is over there in India. Two o'clock, Flock, your chance to have your say one 300, 01, 1170. The Who Am I makes a, well, I was going to say a welcome return. Let's just describe it as a return and see how we go from there. The Signet Boost Power Bank, maybe that could be up for grabs for the Who Am I. And remember, and I'm saying this to Coach K as much as anyone, in fact, more than anyone, just the three clues, okay? Just the three clues today uh, and no double clues. Uh, all right, that, just a little direction there. S, uh, And then, of course, the uh, the text line, 0457 736 736. That's right, we've won. So, bad news for me. When I went to bed last night, One for 157. I thought, oh, my goodness. Australia's been taken down by Sri Lanka. They started very well. 125 runs without loss. And that was Kuzul Pereira and Patham Nasanka batting very well. Captain Pat chipped in with two wickets. Then there was a bit of a rain delay in the end. The Aussies did very well. They lost uh, 10 for 84, did Sri Lanka. So that was uh, an insipid fade out for them, 209 all out. And the star with the ball, the player of the match, was Adam Zampa, who had, well, he had a bit of back issues and back spasms prior to the match. So he got through four for 47 off eight overs, a little bit expensive early on in that. And then with the bat, Chasing 210 for victory. They needed to get there quickly just to improve this run rate. 52 off 51 before he was run out for Mitch Marsh. Five ball duck for Steve Smith. Warner, 11 off six. Labashane, 40 off 60. And then Josh Inglis, a star, 58 off 59. Maxwell and Stoinis hit out at the end to get us there quickly. 31 off 21, not out for Maxwell. And then 20 off 10, not out. Marcus Stoinis. So Australia win their first game. Well done by five wickets, 88 balls remaining. Massive game against Pakistan on Friday at 7.30. We've rocketed up now from 10th to 8th on the ladder. So well done that. Uh, Pat Cummins after the match. Probably nothing that was said. It was more, you know, on the back of two losses. Yeah, our group's got pretty high standards and everyone wanted to come out and be really up for it. So I think, you know, the energy in the field was great to start with and um, everything else flowed. And they started really well. I thought we bowled decently, but to, to get those, uh, yeah, I think we are staring down the barrel of whatever one for 130 or something like that. But the way we just stayed at it, all the bowlers came in, hit the wicket hard, did their job. Um, and yeah, to, to have them out for 210 was great effort. Yeah, one for 130, actually a little bit worse than that, Pat. One for 157, then I went to bed and then uh, Cummins chipped in with a couple of wickets. So well done, the Aussies. We're off the mark. Away we go. So too is cricket. Cricket has been included in the Olympics. This is coming through. We spoke about this last week and it was hinted at and we said, okay, IOC, 2 billion followers worldwide. Uh, What do you reckon? And they went, yes, we agree. We should put cricket in the Olympics. It was approved... In Mumbai, <laughs> imagine going into that meeting. What do you reckon, boys? In? In? Uh, girls? What do you think? Nah. Okay, yep, we'll say yes. Otherwise, <laughs> you may never see us again. Uh, baseball, softball included flag football. I heard Bossy and Brandy talking about it. Apparently, there's an Aussie flag football team, so... That's exciting. I'm happy that squash is back. Um, I heard Brandy talking about squash is a great game. It's been a long time since I've played squash. And one of the reasons I haven't played is because it's very hard on the body. You're always getting the aches and pains after playing. But squash is a cracking game. So I'm happy that that's been brought back in. Lacrosse is there too. So the East Coast of America will be happy with that. They haven't worked out how they're going to do it. It'll be a T20 comp. but six-team event? Well, which six? How do, you, how do you work out which six? You know, let me tip. India, I'll get a start. England, yep. Uh, South Africa, yes. Australia, yes. Uh, I'll tell you what, if New Zealand miss out, they'll be upset. But anyway, uh, six for both the men's and the women's. So we'll have to wait and see. CEO of uh, Cricket Australia, Nick Hockley, has said, we are thrilled that the IOC has approved the introduction of T20 Cricket at the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics. And why wouldn't he be? This is huge. Think about rugby. We'll get to Eddie very shortly. But think about the rugby. Rugby had nothing going for them for Australia for a long time, except the fact that the Australian women's sevens team won the gold medal at the Rio Olympics. And I reckon I was on the Rugby Australia database for years after that. And up until 2019, they were still saying, oh, by the way, we won the gold medal at the Rio Olympics in the seventh. So this is big for cricket, a growing sport that is continue, uh, going to continue to grow. Uh, Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones. All right. So he said, yeah, I need a, I need a weekend to sort out what I'm going to say at, at this press conference. And this is what Ed had to say earlier today. Haven't been speaking to anyone, mate. I, I said I that before. Is. I've got no idea, mate. You've spoken to the Japanese president,
1: he's, a, he's an old friend of uh, Not for a long time. There
0: were to you guys that about oh, really? Yeah. Good no idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bruce reading in the City Morning Herald today that he has emphatically denied pro- reports that he's set to take up. A th- I'm not sure how emphatic that... What about this quote from Eddie? And we talk a lot about language on this program and, and how the subconscious mind betrays you. Have a listen to what Ed said here. I stand by the decisions I made, and I think we have left Australian rugby in a better position. Where are you leaving to, Ed? You said you've left Australian rugby. We haven't yet. Haven't you just restarted your desire to be here for the 2025 British and Irish Lions Tour and the 2027 Home World Cup? We have left Australian rugby in a better position. Gee whiz. Anyway, he's gone with the youth policy. I think those players, we've got a lot of good young players that are going to come benefit from the World Cup experience. Go on to 2027 World Cup. There is a mile. But this World Cup is not over yet. We're at the semi-final stage. And already, rugby in Australia is talking about the 2027 World Cup. There is a lot of rugby to be played in between now and that point. And I know the cycle, and I know it's exciting that you're having it at home, but gee whiz. Gee whiz. Uh, Michael Maguire, a favourite on this program. Madge on a Monday was a regular throughout the rugby league season, appreciated by all the listeners. He's under the pump from the local media over there in New Zealand about taking on both jobs, New Zealand Kiwis coach and the New South Wales Blues coach. Here's Madge on determining whether he can do both jobs. Do you think it is possible to do both jobs going forward though? I'm focused on the Kiwis. I'm going to keep saying it and I guess, you know, people will keep asking. Uh, but my role right now is that, um, you yeah, know, I love my Kiwi job and I love working with these boys. So there you go. Uh, I, he's very good, obviously, in the media and handles himself really well. Uh, and I understand why the Kiwis are a little bit put out by this. We had Sammy Hewitt and Mark Stafford on last week when the news started filtering through that. They weren't happy. Or how do you do both jobs? I think it's clear that you can do both jobs. Uh, The third job, the Canberra Raiders, that, well, there's a determination to happen around that. But, um, you know, knowing how dedicated Michael Maguire is as a coach uh, and people start talking about workloads, both positions are part-time. He will handle it on his ear, I would have thought. Manly Seagulls or the Manly Warringah. Sea Eagles have ushered in a new era Tony Mestrov will be on the program a little bit later on. Uh, they've got the, the new logo first time they've changed it in 20 years but go online and check out the cell that they've got there the, the I think it goes for about three minutes. Uh, narrated by Stephen the Beaver Menzies no less uh, and give us your thoughts on that because I thought uh, very very short in fact it's the great sporting promotion and that might well be our talk topic a uh, little bit later. Mal Meningas, had he say he is not going to force his players into singing the national anthem. We had this all yesterday. We're going to speak to Steve Ranoff about this. Payne Hears, Stags, Staggs, Hamaso Tabuai Fido and Selwyn Cobbo. He said, we don't know why they don't sing, but most of those boys are Indigenous and there is that animosity I guess around Australia Day and those sort of things. So I think what Mal's done here is, is very clever and that is, look, he's declaring I like to sing it. But that's me, and that's a very personal decision. And if someone else doesn't like to sing it, you better check it out with them. And I think that's what we're all waiting for, isn't it? We're, we're all waiting for those four players to tell us why. Was it something that – now we've had vision coming through of 1982 and 1978 and the Kangaroos during those national anthems. They didn't sing it. So what were they protesting against back in that day? Were they protesting? Different times. Different times. Of course they weren't protesting. but. Getting an understanding for the player, I think that's the most important thing. And Alexander Volkanovsky, what a star this bloke is. Uh, he was settling his baby daughter, Rain, when the call came through for the UFC. 11 days' notice, he's going to take on the UFC lightweight champion, Islam Makachev on 11 days' notice. Guess what? There's always a payoff with that, right? Yeah, I'll do it, but you got to give me a big new deal in the UFC. And that's exactly what's happened. So, well done. You've got to use that. So, Alexander Volkanovsky gets himself uh, a big deal and and fair play to him. That'll be on this Sunday in Abu Dhabi. So, going to be absolutely huge. 12 straight wins for Makachev. So, this is not straightforward. This will be an absolute battle for Alexander Volkanovsky. So, we are looking forward to that. Jaleesa app's coming up very shortly. But uh, to start with today, the great... Sporting promotions. I'm going to start with one. You know what what a great sporting promotion is? They were having problems selling port back in the late 1970s. So along with Rugby League Week, they came up with the Immortals concept. So that's right. That revered club of which Malmeninga is a member, the Immortals, was actually a sporting promotion used to sell port back in the day and if you don't believe me go online and search for a bottle of the immortals port now i can tell you that there was one sold on september 26 in 2020 for 80 dollars that featured the great bobby fulton as part of the immortals got the chevron there et cetera. Et cetera. so uh, that is a great sporting promotion and we want to hear yours. 1300 01 1170. The text line 0457 736 736. And also, uh, you got your chance to win the $100 cash, all thanks to Top Sport as well. So that's Tristan and the team. All right, let's break. After the break, we're back with more, including Jaleesa Apps from Channel 7. Stick around.